Hello, everyone. I have to tell you, I was just going about my day today. It is pouring rain here, so I've been hiding in the house. I was going about my day. I was posting Glennis McNichols' new book cover to my Instagram. If you didn't listen to the first couple seasons of Under the Influence, Glennis is my, I don't even know how to describe her. She's one of my closest friends. She married Nick and I uh, at our wedding. She was the officiant. She wore this beautiful vintage Halston dress. She was on the first two seasons of, of Under the Influence. We've driven across the country many times together. And, and she's just a brilliant, wonderful human being. She is like, she's the human equivalent of your favorite caftan is what she is. And she has this new book coming out that I love called I'm Mostly Here to Enjoy Myself, which is about her crazy adventure in Paris as a single woman who, as the title says, sets out to enjoy herself. A woman who wants more, who wants more sex, who wants more cheese, who wants more passion, who wants more men coming over and giving her massages. The book is great. It's, I, I've, I've read it many times at this point, and it's great, and I love it. And I wanted to post the cover today, and I did. And then Instagram told me to take it down. They told me to take it down because the cover contains a beautiful, historic, and very famous painting of a woman lying on her belly showing her backside. This is, this is a painting that hangs in the Louvre, a very, very famous museum. People see it. Millions of people see it every year. Instagram did not like this painting. Instagram did not like that this painting was on my feed. And it asked me to take it down using language that said, if I didn't, I would lose engagement on an account that is essentially my business. So you will lose business if you do not take down one of your closest friend's book covers. This was fascinating to me because it does not actually violate Instagram's rules of engagement, which are very vague. But it does call into question who can censor what at these social media companies. Because I see stuff on social media that is disturbing all day long that I doubt Instagram is asking them to take it down. Now, of course, I mean, look, it's not my book. If we really want to get into this, if we really want to talk about it, I had to call up Glennis. Your hair looks fantastic. Yeah, I have to get author photos done at the end of next week. You know, I don't think your author photos matter when the cover of your new book looks like it does. This is not the episode that I was planning on doing today. I was working on an episode called Attack of the Fitfluencers. <laughs> Which will obviously be coming down the pipeline. Yeah. Are you are you suddenly being served more fitfluencer content? Because I'm yeah. just like all I'm seeing is is abs. I'm seeing so many abs on my Instagram account. Yeah. Uh, since January first, and we're gonna do a whole episode on why that is, and it's a good reminder that you, as the consumer of Instagram, are the product. Oh. That yeah. Companies are paying a lot of money to sell you these things this time of year and paying a lot of money to make you feel bad. And they're paying a lot of money to make you feel bad so that you will buy their stuff. 
all of capitalism is based on there being something wrong with you that can only be fixed, obviously, can if only be fixed by something that you buy from Instagram. Yeah. Yes. Really anyway, but, but yeah. yeah, but what's happening right now was so interesting to me that we had to record this right away. And it gets into something I've been thinking about a lot, which is what exactly are Instagram's rules about what it will show you and what it doesn't want to show you? And I just want to set this up for for the listeners and tell them what happened this afternoon. You did a cover reveal for your new book today, which I'm so excited about. It's called I'm Mostly Here to Enjoy Myself. Mm-hmm. And all right, tell the audience what it's about before I tell them about the crazy thing that happened this afternoon. Um, it's funny because I maybe we talked about this. I have to uh, read a penguin asked me to do a video in support of the book. And I'm like, what is my elevator pitch for this video? Um, or what's my elevator pitch for the book? The book is about the five weeks I spent in Paris in August of 2021 after a year, over a year home alone in my little apartment in New York, very alone. And so when the borders opened back up, I hopped on a plane, went to Paris and essentially took all of my clothes off and ate a lot of cheese and had a lot of sex and came back and thought we don't have any good enjoyable stories about women um that aren't you know framed in the narrative of marriage or parenthood or partnership and then I was like we definitely don't have any enjoyable stories about women over 40 so I decided to write one no no there are there's not enough stories out there about women enjoying themselves and then not being shamed for it enjoying cheese and not being (laughs) shamed for it. I put so much cheese in the Sicilian inheritance that you're, you get hungry while you eat the book. And I got so hungry when I was reading the first draft of your book. Did you? That's good to hear. I don't feel because I don't cook at all, which, you know, writing about food feels um, scary because I'm just like, I don't have the knowledge or the vocabulary tools I felt like to do it but people keep telling me who've read it that they that they think that the food is the hedonism I will tell you I actually and I don't know what this says about me you know as an exhausted mom or a person that's been married for eight years now but I like the food parts of the book it's been eight years yeah I liked the food parts of the book better than the sex parts of the book. You're not the only person to tell me that. I think, you know, I think this book is going to, it's probably like any book, right? It was definitely like this with No One Tells You This. People found different things in it that people read for what they need. They don't, that's like what you put in it, what people get out of it are very different. So it's like going to a dinner and I love the steak and you love the you know, the fish or the vegetables or whatever I also it love is. the steak. Let's yeah, be honest. Exactly. I, I want the steak. But it's like, Let's I'm sure honest. some people are going to come away from this and be like, I love the food or I love the female friendship. And some people are going to come away and be like, this is porn. Fantastic. And some people might just like hearing about Paris. I don't know. You don't, I don't have no idea. You just, it's going out there. You now. Never it's know. out of my control. You it's never like know. putting, you know, anything out into the world. You do what you can and then it's out of your hands. Well, exactly. Exactly. But it's also not really out of your hands. Not yet. 
because well because and I say this a lot we're we're both authors we make our living by writing and so so much of the marketing of the book falls on us so today was a big day for you because the day that you release your cover is the day that your pre-order link goes live and so this is really the first time that readers can can see the book it's almost an ad for the book in a way right yeah absolutely and it's like um especially i love the cover so much especially and remember sicilian inheritance has got such a good cover too it's such a relief when you feel great about your cover when you um, love your cover, yeah. I know. I know. Well, the co- your cover, your cover is what we're going to talk about today, yeah. my friend. Uh, yes, we are. But uh, it's just, it's such a, it's like you've been working on this. The book doesn't come out for six months, but you, we, you know, as you know, you've already been work. By the time you get to this point, you've been working on it for over a year or two years, however long. And so, finally, having it out into the world is both so gratifying and exciting and also a little terrifying it's hugely hugely terrifying mm-hmm. hugely terrifying it's like taking off your clothes for the first time in front of a stranger <laughs> in this case <laughs> yeah, in this case literally you, you literally take your clothes off in this book you do you do multiple times multiple times and so mm. i wanted to do an instagram post celebrating the real the release of this cover because you are a very um, good friend and a po- sometimes wife and sister wife. And, and sister, sister wife. wife. And yeah. Yeah. Because I know how hard it is, right? We've been running a campaign over here to get people psyched about the Sicilian inheritance. And I'm continuing to do it where if you pre-order the book this month, you get a free lifetime subscription to our, our newsletter over the influence. I which... know. You know, I said this to you the other day, but I think you could run a seminar on how to do this because you are very good at it, but it's also exhausting and we talk about this every time a it's, new book of ours comes out. It's like, what's what's the way to do it now? It shifts. It shifts. This is different. Yeah. And I think people really appreciate it because I know that books are so expensive. Mm-hmm. And, and frankly, at the end of the day, I want this book to reach as many people as possible. I want mm-hmm. as many people as possible to read and enjoy The Sicilian Inheritance. So that's why I'm giving away this paid subscription. And when people DM me their receipts, they send it to me on Instagram, they email me at joe.piazza at gmail. Uh, I instantly add them to the Substack and give them a lifetime subscription. We've been doing it all week and it's been gonzo. I mean, so many people are doing it. It's incredibly exciting. I'm I'm just, uh, I'm blown away by it. But today I wanted to post about your book and your cover to get people excited about that. And that is when this weird thing happened. This weird thing. Um, First, I, I actually think, I'm not going to pat myself on the back, but I think that the uh, caption I wrote for it is a good it's, elevator pitch for your great. book. It's great. It's great. That's wonderful. I might have to lift it from there before it disappears. I took a screen grab earlier. It might disappear. It might mm-hmm. disappear. It, yeah. So what I said is, bias aside, because you are my sister wife, this <laughs> book is amazing. It is one woman's journey to enjoy herself to the utmost in Paris. It's got sex and cheese and romance, and men who just want to give you massages. Yes, that is what happens when you Tinder in Paris. Yeah. Massages and, and other things. Um, massages yeah. and, other, and, and other things. And, and then I said, gift it to every woman you know who wants more. More joy, more pleasure, more cheese. Oh, I love wants more. That's so good. Wants more. And I posted a picture of the book. And let's describe this book cover. It's 
one of the most beautiful book covers that I have seen lately. I've been here for the whole process of it. It is a, it, it, it's a painting with the words, mostly here to enjoy myself, one woman's pursuit of pleasure in Paris, written over top of the painting. Describe the painting to me. <laughs> the painting, um, the original painting is Boucher's Odalisque from 1745, I want to say. And it's of a woman uh, lying on blue velvet on her stomach with a bare bottom looking over her shoulder uh, with this very inviting look on her face. And the author or the cover designer, Lynn Buckley, who did such a good job with this, sort of cropped her down and superimposed the text on top of it. And it's just there's a little butt crack on the bottom right hand corner, um, which sums up so much th about the book and also the paint, the actual painting not the actual painting, but the, the the painting is in the book. I talk about this painting in the book. So I was really um, thrilled that she had given the book such a close read before she came up with this cover. Because once again, as we both know, covers are fraught. And especially covers on women's topics are... Covers are, are fraught. Covers deadly. are hard. Now, yeah. now, this painting is in the public domain, right? This painting's in the public domain and also hangs in the Louvre. It is a highly, mm -hmm. highly mm -hmm. respected. I mean, Boucher is, you know, one of the preeminent painters of the Rococo movement, although I could not speak at great length about that. But this is not like an obscure painting we found in the corner of like Pinterest somewhere that the AI came up with. This is a highly respected, regarded artist in a painting that hangs in the Louvre. In the Louvre, in the Louvre, but also one, and I say public domain, because it's it's one that that can can appear on social media sites. It it is something that can be used for different kinds of art. Absolutely, yes, yes, yes. Because I just I just want to leave no doubt the reason that I got an Instagram message immediately after I posted this cover and this caption. And this Instagram message was from Instagram. I got a warning. Essentially, when I opened my Instagram, I was given a slap on the wrist for posting this. And it wasn't just a, a, a slap on the wrist. It was, and I think it might be because I have a business account now. I don't know. I don't know how any of this my works. My book but, account is a business account, but it's not verified. But but anyways, go on. I was told this this post, this post that you just posted of your friend of your best friend's book, could limit your account's reach with non-followers. It may go against our recommendation guidelines. And then it told me to delete the post if I didn't want to lessen my reach. Yeah. I mean... No, I'm not the only person... That, I, don't, I don't know if you know this, but I'm not the only person this happened to. Oh, who else did it happen to? It also happened to Jen Romolini. Did it? She didn't tell me that. It did. It did. Well, she messaged, she messaged me. And so it was, it was a very ominous message because it wasn't just, hey, this might violate something. It was, if you don't take this down, you might lose business. Yeah. I want you to know that. God forbid you, you know show that. a painting of, I mean, that's interesting. It happened in Jen too. I have to text her about that. Um, I think, I mean, this is certainly not. But it's definitely, there's no doubt that it's the booty. It's oh, of course booty. not. It's, of course, yes, yeah. It is absolutely because I am showing, a, and you can see 
you can you can pretty much see full booty in in on the book cover. Um, it's a sexy booty. But, it's funny because uh, I haven't got that message from Instagram at all. And you so know. I'm wondering why Instagram is tra- like this is definitive censorship. Yeah. Of a book, a book cover in my mind is art, and it is censorship of that, but also censorship of a masterpiece of art that yeah. hangs in the loop. Yeah. I'm look sorry. I'm now. I'm like looking to see if anyone else has has because that's the thing. It's like, um. God, I wonder if they would have. I'm so tempted to put up a photo of the statue of David, and find out what happens. Oh, okay. Do you want me to do that? I'll do that next. I'll put it up. I'll yeah. put it up while we're talking, and let's see what happens by the end of the by the end of the show. That'll yeah. be a fun thing for listeners to tune into the whole episode to hear. It's, yeah, I'm, here's the thing. We know that men run these social media sites. We know that any hint of a nipple in anyone's photo, even if it's breastfeeding, which I think you've spoken about before, can get yanked or or um, or pulled off. I'm curious if it's like, do we have to put a sensitive content warning on the cover, which would be so funny? But then it's like, it's oh like, God, remember, you would sell so many, more, you would, you would sell so many more books I if know. you put a sensitive content warning on it. I mean, I totally bought the Dr. Dre CD just because it had a parental <laughs> advisory warning well, on it back in '92. When uh, Demi Moore at nine months pregnant or whatever it was showed up on the cover of Vanity Fair. I think that there was like a wrapper around it, is what I recall, because and that's just her. She there was, was naked. There was a, yes, she was yes, pregnant. Yes, absolutely. So yeah. I mean, the well, thing is, it's sort of underscoring part of what the book is about, which is our inability to talk without sh- what that is is shaming the co- it's shaming me, it's shaming the cover, it's shaming this idea of women. Of naked bodies, essentially. Enjoying right? themselves. The, enjoying it's, themselves. It's shaming like, the idea of women enjoying yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Of a very, I mean, this paint, I, this, anyway. Uh, and so that's so, it's so, I mean, I wonder what happened. I'm just trying to think through my head of like artists. It's like, remember when they would only play Madonna like a prayer after midnight? It's, uh, yes. Oh, remember when you came last time? like three times ago when you were here and we just watched Madonna videos yes, and drank yeah. until three in the morning. I mean, there's something that's like, of course, made you want to see that video so much more. But it's this idea, this institutionalization of like, it has to be bad because it has to do with women. It's not even sexual. It's like just physical. It's like you're, a woman's body is a source of shame and should be punished. Yes, this is this is bad because a woman or is invisibilized. Which is also part of the, like, the narrative of the book is, like, there's no narrative. We have such narrow narratives around all women's lives. We're so invisibilized by storytellers. And then to have the cover actually invisibilized is very interesting. To have the cover invisibilized. It's not even a word, girlfriend. No, no, no. I'm just going to, I'm, 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 listen, if they can erase it, I can create it. I've been invisibilized this week. I'm gonna Rawr. yeah. I'm gonna post that um, to find out. I I I'm gonna cross post it. Well, posted. So I, yeah. Go oh, go go go. No, I cross posted it. Um, I cross posted the cover between my personal account, which is private, which just has literally. It's I had split the two before they started the the Instagram where you could have close friends, so that 
I was keeping like the kids in my life and my private life in a very small group of people I actually just knew. So I cross posted this to both. So I can't actually tell who, who is, who's posting, who's sharing it where. And I, to see if it's, I can't believe I have, it's so interesting that I haven't gotten any warning about this. Maybe I will. I know. I know. Well, we're going to we're going to take a breather really quickly. Uh we're going to take a quick break. Uh we have a new sponsor that I really like that I'm going to talk to you about actually. Uh but when we come back to our chat about this, I actually have the Instagram guidelines in front of me. Oh, okay. And Interesting. You, and you do not violate them. Right. You don't. So I really I want to I want to dig into that a little more when when we get back. <laughs> but first I want to talk about a new sponsor. Now, Glynis, you haven't been on the show in a while, but part of the awesomeness of me doing this show on my own is that I get to choose the sponsors. I love and that. And I, I don't, I don't, well, I used to like, you know, I used to have these sponsors, not when I was talking through them, but like they would insert ads into my podcast that were really inappropriate. Sometimes well, it was like guns.com. And I'm like, are you kidding me? We got, I got emails about that on the Wilder podcast. And I think it's one of those things listeners don't always understand. The same with when newspapers put headlines on your articles. It's like you have very little control most of the time over the ads that are running in what you put out there. Much the same as I don't have any control over the, what the Times ads run around my articles it's not so right. the idea exactly. that you have exactly control over it is wonderful yeah I mean I still the some of the dynamic ads the ads that someone else reads are still inserted but I am more careful who I choose mm -hmm. and all the ads that I'm reading are all things that I actually use and I actually like which is really Ugh. nice um but so today's I'm very excited to welcome Green Chef on as a sponsor of this show. I am so freaking busy right now. I mean, I'm just I'm drowning. I'm drowning in podcasts. I'm drowning in trying to get people to pre-order the Sicilian inheritance. And so I need a way to make dinner time easier. There are three children in this house. There is my husband, there is our caregiver, there's my mom. So many people to make decisions for and to feed. And I have been using Green Chef to make dinner time not just easier, but to take the decision fatigue away from me. Like I don't want to. I don't want to have to decide what 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 I'm going to cook, and then go to the grocery store and get all the ingredients, and then make the recipes. Green Chef, which is a meal kit company, just makes it so much easier. So much easier. They offer a wide range of recipes to suit your preferences. And they pretty much just take the work out of eating clean with their nutritionist-approved recipes. And the ingredients are always fresh, organic. There's, you know, cage-free eggs and sustainably sourced seafood. It's all good stuff. It's all the stuff that you want in your meals. But without you having to go do all the labor it takes to make these meals. Well, that sounds right up my alley. As we both right? know, I, mean, I don't I've, cook. I've, been, I've been in girl. I've I've been in your fridge. There's nothing in there. <laughs> There's plenty in there. It just got pre-made before it arrived. Is there? Yeah. Is there? Yeah. Um, well, I also it also green the green market of Green Chef also lets you stock up on functional snacks and clean Amazing. beverages to do things that we're all talking about this New Year's, like support your gut and your brain health. All the things that we say, hey, I want to I do more of this clean eating. 
now now that now that the really dirty eating part of the holidays and New Year's are over. You I mean you were with me for New Year's. We ate so much chocolate. Oh. F- <laughs> I had purchased it. It was like five you pounds of it. A whole, you bought an entire <laughs> grocery bag full of Cadbury chocolate. We an walked entire... into that place near your in the where what was it called? It was so great. Van Dusen's. Van, Van Dusen's and there was an entire table of British Cadbury chocolate, which is I know and you you a took Canadian, it all. Canadian, let me tell you, is just you the took jackpot. It, you t- I took it all. You took it all. Yeah. You took it all. You took it all. Um, And so, and so obviously I need a reset right now. And Green Chef is, is it. Every week you get to choose from 80 different options. You easily customize any meal to suit all of the different kinds of eaters in your house. They've got keto. They've got vegan. They've got vegetarian. They've got Mediterranean. They've got things I haven't even heard of. Uh, and, You're making and it's me hungry. Great. Forget it, about me making you hungry with the book. I'm just going to really get a seriously, snack. Seriously. But yes, so it's great. I love Green Chef. I'm having a really good time with it. And it is making my life so much easier at dinner time. which if, you know, it, it can be, a, it can be, it, it's it's hard. It's hard. Uh, and we have, we have a really good deal for, for listeners. If you go to greenchef.com slash 60 under the influence, and use the code 60 under the influence. You are going to get 60% off plus 20% off your next 2 months. It's pretty good, right? It's yeah. that's a that's a good it's a good deal. It's greenchef.com/60underintheinfluence and the code is 60 under the influence for 60% off plus 20% off your next 2 months. I'm I'm very I'm I'm excited to share this with people. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. Don't worry. We'll talk more about cheese in, in, in the next <laughs> few minutes. But I, I have the guidelines up here for what Instagram does not consider appropriate imagery. And now this is the only place that you can go to find out because Instagram will never let you talk to an actual human. Never. They do not have customer service. Anytime there's a problem, they say, well, look at our community guidelines. So I'm going to look at the community guidelines. And it says, we, we do not allow nudity on Instagram, with some exceptions, like photos of post-mastectomy scarring and women actively breastfeeding. Now, I just want to say that they, their exceptions are trauma and labor. Trauma and women's labor is, is the one thing I'm going to say. But here is, here is how I know that you didn't violate the rules. It says nudity in photos of paintings and sculptures is okay, too. Yes. I mean. But not in your, but not in your case, my friend. Not in your case. Here's the thing is if you go, I mean, you go to any major museum, there's nudity on the walls, right? And you've got kids. It's not, you know, that's, it's not nudity depicting sexual acts obviously it's nudity i see this all the time on people who are posting images from the mid-east or posting images from conflict zones that are controversial or just controversial in general that instagram um instagram sort of i don't know what the actual phrase for it is there is an actual phrase where they sort of they invisibilize them essentially or they 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 invisibilize them Yeah. yeah they they no one sees it or no one can find it. Like they're definitely 
I didn't, I think Mark Zuckerberg spoke about this at the beginning of um, the war in Gaza and saying like looking into the fact they're not spreading certain accounts or they're silencing certain accounts. So I, but I, again, the, when you say AI, it's, it's like, of course it's AI. Of course, AI is in there reading some random data that we don't know about and something's triggered it. And then you get punished for sharing, which is silencing. Which is silencing. And that's the thing. It's, it threatened to silence me. It said, it yes. said, will you delete this? It's not this? just take, it's like, no. it's going to punish your business by sharing my it work. It will punish my business. Um, the reach on the post is low, given it initially, bef- like right before that warning came out, it went to a lot of people before the robots found yeah. it. Uh, and you're going to, you're going to like this. I mean, so many people are excited about it. Um, Farnoosh Tarabi said, holy shit, what a hit she has on her hands. But the one that you're going to be the most excited about is that uh, Susan Casey liked it. Susan Casey. Anybody who hasn't read The Wave, Susan I mean, Casey. get on it. Also, her Devil's Island book where she lives on an island um, off San- where the islands off San Francisco called again. Um, and she lives there in a boat with sharks. Oh, I forget. What are they? The, the ch- Something Alones. The, um, yes. Uh It'll come to me the second we get off this. And then her most recent book is about deep sea diving, and she did a book about dolphins. She's like, I'm Susan such a Casey. Fan Susan Casey is like, is like, yeah, we're, we both fangirl yeah. Susan Casey, and she likes your cover. Just oh, want you to yay. know that. If I could follow Susan Casey, I mean, if I could literally fangirl her as like, I'll just follow you around. I would. I I'm a good swimmer, but I don't think I'm. She like swims with sharks, and I think that. I don't. I don't swim with sharks. I swim at the JCC. You don't. You don't <laughs> swim with sharks. Her. <laughs> you don't swim with sharks. I mean, yeah. just yeah, it's just not a thing you do. You know, her Susan Casey's new book is The Underworld, and yeah, it's yeah. about deep, deep sea diving and, and the environmental impact of yeah. what's going on. She's. I. I mean, you should just. I, everybody's listening. Let's just read everything she writes. She's so. Just read everything Susan great. Casey has ever written. Yeah. <laughs> we love her. <laughs> And we love that she loves Glennis's cover. We do. I like our little segue, like our little um, moment of like Susan Casey. Susan. Um, Well, that's what we're here to do. We're here. We're here to we're here to fangirl over people like Susan Casey. And we're here to wonder what the hell is up with this? Because if you can post pictures of nudity and art, did the robot that works for Instagram think this was your butt? Well, the thing, too, is that when you say AI, you know they're reading some sort of data, right, that that I wouldn't understand, some sort of, like, literal numbers that signify something. And there must be some sort of code in there that just triggers nudity. But I'm so – I'd be so curious, and maybe someone listening to this podcast would know it wouldn't surprise me under the, you know, under the influence. Like, I'd be very curious to know all the people who make a living, including you, like, on Instagram – Knowing what triggers certain shutdowns, like is it specific things? And if that was a man's ass, would we have the same or a a male looking ass? Like if it wasn't the ass on my cover is like voluptuous and like very... It's like, a voluptuous. It's, it's a voluptuous. It's a the ass it's a, of a woman it's a voluptuous, who's beautiful herself. butt. Yeah, it's it really good, is. Yes, it's a woman who's enjoying herself totally. But like, if it was like the back of the statue of David, would that get the same response? And I mean, it's so fascinating and it makes me, um, oh, I just lost my train of thought of like what, 
it makes me think of, um, I don't, I mean, but I mean, it just makes me want to send this to Mark. It makes me want to be like, you're Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg, by the way, who wants to like mud wrestle Elon Musk. I, if you want to talk about things that maybe should be silenced, uh, that might be one of them. Oh, it's so interesting. It's so, it's not just, it's I mean, I'm, I'm sort of saying mean about it a little bit just because in certain ways it's, it's, of course, this is what's happening. And of course, like, of course, someone takes issue with a small butt crack in the bottom right hand of a cover. And of course, it's Instagram. It's not that are... small, to be honest. I mean, it's a pretty big butt. It's okay, pretty big you're butt. right. It's pretty um, big but... butt. Yeah. It's the lower yeah. quadrant. Um, but like, at the same time, it's just like, how dare you? How dare you? You can walk around topless in New York. Like, how dare you? I just, it's just like, how well, dare you? I also think. I really, I genuinely believe that uh, they pick and choose yes. what nudity is not okay. So I also follow a lot of porn stars on Instagram. And I will tell you why, because we had an episode of Committed years ago, and it's one of my favorite episodes, where I interviewed two married porn stars about what their marriage was like. And it was it was just, a, it was a tender tender beautiful yeah. episode I, yeah. I went to their house in LA where they were also raising baby chickens and she was going through IVF I and mean, it was just it's the opposite of what you thought you were going to get from a porn star marriage but I still follow her and and I forget often that I follow her until all of a sudden I'm like that's a booty in my face <laughs> But, you know, the porn stars, they're they are usually very careful. They, they will have a G-string on. Yeah. But it's a lot of booty. And it's a lot of booty doing something that is, it's a, it's a sexual pose. And that has not been taken off my feed ever. That's and so, there's yeah. millions of followers and hundreds of thousands of engagement. And so maybe Instagram only wants to take it off if they're not making money from it. I wonder. I'm so it's like I I I want to know what is the thing that flags it cuz you know getting any response from Instagram. I mean, you know this. It's nearly impossible. It just oh, reminded oh, me Oh, they'll never. I have I have the email address for the I mean the woman who was the public relations person for Instagram and I emailed her about this. I don't think she'll ever get back to me. Oh god, no. You're never get It's like it's it, No. There's no, no one, no one's there. No one's responding. Even if they are there, they're not responding. But it just, what it reminded me of that sort of slipped my mind earlier is a friend of mine who has a newsletter who runs, and it has, you know, like 100,000 subscribers. And in the subject line, I think I was guesting on it and we were going to put the word ass in the subject line, actually. Um, oh, interesting. interesting. Or something yeah. close to that. Or like yeah. something that was just a little edgy. And she said, and, and in the body of the email, and she said, I'm so sorry to do this, but can we switch it? Oh, it was the word bitch. It was like, but it wasn't mm. like the word bitch referring to women. It was like, it was a bitch of a time or something like that. And it was a direct yeah, yeah, quote yeah. from Georgia yeah, O'Keefe, by the way, from mm -hmm. a hundred years ago. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I, we have to take that out. She said, I'm so sorry, but this will get absolutely shuttled to spam by google if we leave that word in the email i was like how dare these people wow do that? it does feel like all of these tech billionaires are such puritans when i'm trying to type 
the F word into my texts, which I do constantly, yes. and it ends up being ducking. And Duck, I'm like, yeah. I am yeah. not saying that I hate my ducking husband. That's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. Also, when you really consider you're around kids, my nieces and nephews all have phones and they're a little bit older than your kids. And you really think about what they're all consuming on TikTok or Instagram or Insta stories or Facebook, which all of these companies are desperate to get them on as much as possible. It's so actually damning, like damaging that that this is a thing that they that would be silenced versus what actually needs to be silenced well, in the world exactly. to protect it's people like, oh, is of course like i'm so i'm so glad that you're blocking this picture of a be a beautiful painting a beautiful bottom on a painting so glad you're blocking that and doing nothing to deal with the fact that you're destroying young girls mental health yes the, I mean, the, t the terrible things that kids see on, on these sites. I mean, we're not talk. This is not a new, necessarily new conversation. But what's frustrating is to not to have it removed without any discussion or any understanding and just to have it broadly silenced. And here's the thing. Putting the sleeve on the Demi Moore cover, first of all, up sales, I'm sure. But it punished oh my God, of course. Condé yeah, Nast. Like, see, I'm, 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 dead, I'm deadly serious. Could I just put the Sicilian inheritance in a sleeve or put it behind a beaded curtain of a blockbuster? Absolutely. People are going to want like it. sensitive people, material. People want it so much more. But Sexy. the thing in those, I mean, or when you said like, you know, Madonna can't be aired until after midnight. Madonna was being punished. Condé Nast was being punished. But in this situation, it's almost as if I purchased one of those things behind the sleeve, then I would lose some of my income. You know what I mean? Like this yes. is the weird thing yes. is that you're being punished <laughs> for my, it would be like if you were punished for buying someone else that Vanity Fair, you were punished for showing somebody else the Madonna video. This is the thing. It's like, it's collectively punishing and it's enforcing a collective silence, which is, mm, it's like a little authoritarian in nature, if I may use it's that. It's super that authoritarian. Word. Yeah. It's super authoritarian. And yeah, I it, I actually just messaged some people, some friends of mine who are not in media, just like my, I call them my normie friends, and asked them to scroll through their feeds and see if I was showing up with your cover. Because they don't, they don't follow as many people. Um, as we do necessarily, my my like school mom friends and stuff, and so my feet my post would normally show up for them, and it's not. Oh, it's wild. I wonder it's too, Joe, silent. if it's because your feed has got so many kids on it. Like I'm just when I say that I'm like I'm trying to sort out why, like if they're looking at what you normally post and making a decision the way Instagram makes decisions about your interests. And are saying, oh, your feed is so kid oriented. We can't possibly have this on there. And or anyone else's feed that's kid oriented is not seeing it because I'm getting. I mean, whatever, it's it's the more we're talking about this at first, I was just like, whatever. And now the more I talk about it, the more irritated I get and not in behalf of like sales that I'm going to lose, but just on the general sense of how dare you not allow people to make up their own minds about what they want to see. If someone doesn't like seeing this on my feed, unfollow me. Unfo un unfollow you. And again, 
it's not pornography. This is this it's is really not art. pornography. It's this so is really act like not actual pornography. This and again, Instagram is not Instagram yeah. is not censoring any of the things that it should be censoring. Again, we we re- we recently had an episode about an entire account that talks about potty training through elimination training, where you have your kids not wear a diaper and forget the method for a minute. Everyone should potty train their kids however they want to. I personally potty train my children by letting them watch as much YouTube and eat as many M&Ms as they want. No freaking judgment here. But that account is almost exclusively pictures of naked children on the potty. Right. Which, which I, which I mean, adorable, love it. But that is a massive invasion of those children's privacy. And yet Instagram totally totally fine with that they do it's also an invitation to pedophilia i would argue but yes huge huge well and that's what i argued on the episode and i reached out to the what i I reached out to the woman who runs that account her assistant got back to me not her Mm. her assistant uh and uh then and i said what i wanted to talk about and they never wrote back to me again so Um, yeah yeah they pulled an instagram on. i don't have an assistant yeah no no you pulled an instagram they silenced me no I don't have an assistant. No. But the person that runs the diaper-free Instagram account has an assistant. I'm not bitter about that or anything. <laughs> this world we live in. I hate this world we live in. I hate it. These days, as an author, you have no choice but to sell the heck out of your book on Instagram. Because that is where people's eyeballs are. They're not going to see a book anywhere else unless you are one of the three books chosen to be a celebrity book club pick. And also you're relying on word of mouth, which is people sharing what they're reading over and Mm -hmm. over and over again. Like that actually was what I think sells books is someone reads it and loves it and posts about it or they tell people about it. And talks about it. And talks about it. Exactly. Exactly. And so someone, you know, so readers are going to want to post about this. Yeah. And will Instagram censor them? I mean, I guess we're going to find out. I'm going to have to go back and find a photo of the sleeve they put on Demi Moore and try and mock one up for my book cover. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's a book. You know what that is? It's a book condom is what it is. It's a book condom. It's a book. Let's yeah. let's make some book condoms. It's a book. Yeah. I'll bet you we could find some real great knitters on Etsy. <laughs> to knit us some book condoms, the same the same ladies who made the pussy hats. It's so interesting. I'm just like thinking it because that, it really, I mean, that's very Instagrammable, the, right? The question comes down to it really comes down to me having to decide whether I will put a star over that part of the book when I post it on Instagram to hedge mm-hmm. my bets and and. And hopefully have it go wider or and and then kowtow to Instagram's algorithm or AI that's punishing me for what's on there. Or will I stand my ground behind not just the book cover, but what I believe. I guess we're going to find out. Is a theme of the book. I guess we're going to find <laughs> out. It's going to come down to probably my Con Ed bill as, as it normally does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, but whatever. Instagram still allows someone to make a living by posting naked babies on toilets. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we're at. 
that's where we're at. But I'm so glad, you know, this was so nice. You need to come on more often. I agree. We, this we felt just, like a therapy session in the best way. I'm just right? missing a that, martini. I mean, I just, I just, I am therapy. I am therapy. <sighs> we're missing a martini so because people. you're doing dry January and your newsletter about it, I thought was really well articulated actually about about drinking and social drinking and drinking in your 40s and all the other things. I thought you did a good job with that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, tell everyone, you know, before we go, we're going to go now, but tell everyone where they can see your obscene book cover. <laughs> Are you ready, people? Um, on my Instagram, which is no one tells you this. Thank you guys for listening. Loved having you here. Now go do something nice for yourself and uh you know take a look at glennis's book cover and have some cheese thank you all for being here if you love this show leave us a review or tell a friend about it or order glennis's book order the sicilian inheritance it all helps it all helps the the sister wife ecosystem here as always, I love to hear from you. So if you have questions, comments, ideas for shows, DM me. I am at Joe Piazza author on Instagram. And you can find so much more at our newsletter over the influence, which is on Substack. Mm -hmm.